Chapter 29. Traffic. I'm late. I'm very late. I don't know why she wanted me here at eleven. I should have asked. I left later than I intended to, and traffic was terrible. I think there was an accident or something. That's all I can say. I'm sorry I'm so late, Mrs. Hudson. Traffic was terrible. There must have been an accident nearby. All the roads leading here were jammed full. It would have been faster to walk. How's your sister? Surely an hour won't make much of a difference. If I can't get there on time, surely the repairmen can't either. 221B. Here I am, again, waiting for the door to open, nervous, alone in the world. This is familiar. I've done this before. This place doesn't change, does it? Years go by and it looks just the same, the way we found it, the way we left it. Anxious, then happy. Devastated, and then resigned. We are the ones who changed. A white van pulls up behind me. The repairman must be. Maybe she won't need me after all. But I'll stay. I'll stay if she wants me to. If she says she doesn't need me anymore, I'll tell her I want to move back in. I'll stay either way. This is home now. For me. I suppose it always was. The van makes a signaling noise, backing into a tight parking spot behind me. The windows are tinted. I can't see the driver. There's no logo. It's just white. It looks brand new. Who did she hire to replace her boiler? No wonder they didn't get it right. I bet the whole operation is one kid. He's probably 18 and thinks he knows everything. The door opens. Mrs. Hudson, looking anxious, nervous, maybe. Why? She steps outside and pulls me into her arms. John, she says. Oh, John, it's, it's good to see you. That's odd. It hasn't been that long, has it? She must be lonely, living here with no tenants, all these problems with the boiler, and now worrying about her sister. I should tell her I'm thinking of staying. She might like that, a tenant she can trust. I wasn't the one who shot her wall, though it was my gun, admittedly. Come inside, she says. She pats me on the arm. Is that your repairman? I point to the van. She shakes her head. No, she says. No, that's... She stops herself. Come inside, John. I pick up my bags. Sorry I'm so late. The traffic was terrible. Yes, she says. Yes, I thought it might be. You did? I pull my bags inside, and she closes the door. I'd give you a hand with those, she says, but my hip. Oh, that's all right. I'll bring the big one up first and then come back for the rest. Seventeen steps. I can manage. It's not that much stuff, anyway. I'll be fine. Where am I going to put them, anyway? I won't be needing the second bedroom. I don't need a flatmate. I don't want one, either. I'm just not sure I'm ready to sleep in Sherlock's room, though. I don't know. It would be different. But that's how it should be, because it is different now. She smiles at me. It's a sad smile, more of her sympathy on the verge of pity. Like she knows, she understands. It's not easy for me to come back here. Or is it even simpler than that? Does she know that I've just left Mary? Well, of course she does. Here I am, all of my worldly possessions in tow, carrying my winter coat in the middle of spring. She must guess. Anyone would. Even the taxi driver guessed. Though he said, So, she threw you out, did she? And I didn't correct him. I just shrugged. 
and he gave me that same sympathetic, pitying sort of look in the rearview mirror. And he doesn't even know me. Can't live with him, he said, waiting for me to finish the sentence. And I did. Can't kill him, he laughed. I didn't. Mrs. Hudson hugs me again. I must look terrible. She must see it on me. But I feel all right, really. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm good, actually, or I will be. It's better, for now, for me to be on my own. There are things I need to work through. I should go to the graveyard tomorrow. I haven't done that yet, either. I should do that and tell you about my first night back here, my new life, all the mistakes I've made. Maybe there'll be another ad in the classifieds for me. Something to look forward to. Maybe I should call Ella. You go on upstairs, she says. I'll bring you some lunch in a few minutes. She looks nervous. She's wringing her hands. Why? Do you have to go? I'm late. I'm probably keeping her. The traffic will make her late, too. Hmm? To Bristol. Um, did you mean to leave this morning? I can get my own lunch. I'll be fine. She's probably stocked the kitchen. I can manage to put lunch together. If she didn't, I'll drop into Tesco and pick up a few things. It's fine. Oh, she says. Um, no, n not yet. I'll be along later. She smiles again. Her eyes are a bit glassy. She must have been very lonely these last few weeks. She reaches out and squeezes my hand. You go ahead. The stairs feel so familiar, it's like I never left at all. I didn't live here very long. Eighteen months, give or take. Not that long. But those eighteen months shaped me more than anything else ever has. I'm shaped to take these stairs. I'm shaped to push open this door. It's shocking how little it's changed. She didn't patch over the wall, oddly enough. I can still see the bullet holes, though she trimmed back the paper around them. She tried to scrub the yellow paint off, and partially succeeded. None of the furniture has moved. There's still a cow skull on the wall, and it's still wearing headphones. But it's neater. There's no piles of papers and books. No harpoon in the corner. There's no skull on the mantelpiece. No knife, either. No Cluedo board stuck to the wall. I look startlingly bare without the domestic little details. Empty. Lifeless. I can tell you're not here anymore, Sherlock. That mess was part of your presence, somehow. I'll drop my things here, for now. I'll figure out what to do with them later once I readjust. Take a breath. The kitchen table is actually a kitchen table, for once. It's clear, like a family could sit there and eat. How bizarre. Wait, what's that? I'm still carrying my gun. There's somebody here. Mrs. Hudson was nervous. She knew. She knew someone was here waiting for me. Was this a trap? Am I some kind of hostage now with all my things without Mary in the way? No one will notice if I'm missing now. Not for days. Eventually my agent will try to find me, but not for weeks. I could be dead and buried by then. I won't go down without a fight. Who is it? Moriarty's assassin. Here to take the revenge the only way they can? I'll have them in my line of sight. I can aim and fire before they're on me. There's no security watching me here. It's up to me. Don't move. Don't move. Just wait. 
listen. There's somebody here, moving. Sherlock's bedroom, the corridor, shoes on the floor, fast. Somebody's here, at least one person, maybe more, coming towards me, and there, a body. I can see his shadow, I can see... Sherlock. No. Wait, what? Sherlock. I can't... Breathe. His face. It's his face. My gun. Read my... No. This is impossible. Exits. I can run. I can run downstairs. Mrs. Hudson, she knows. She must know. This isn't. This is not happening. Is it? Sherlock. I might faint. My knees feel like water. What's going on? What am I? Sherlock! Jesus Christ, you're dead. You've been dead for three years. Sherlock, I buried you. I buried you. Your head. The blood. Sherlock, you jumped. You jumped. Oh my God. He's smiling at me. A small smile. I remember those. I remember hundreds of them before. When he was alive. There you are, John. That voice. It's been in my head for years now, but only in my head, telling me things, telling me I'm an idiot, repeating things at me, whispering things I want to hear. Things that I don't want to hear. It's him. It's him. It's Sherlock. Sherlock. Jesus Christ. I was beginning to wonder if you changed your mind. I was expecting you an hour ago. He's standing in the kitchen like nothing's happened. He's wearing a crisp shirt. It's deep blue. I've never seen it before. His trousers are pressed like always. Always. Like before. Like it was when he was alive. He's wearing leather shoes. He picks up the kettle, takes it to the sink. He fills it with water. He's here. Sherlock. What the fuck is happening? Sherlock, he's... He can't be... He can't. He switches the kettle on. He smiles at me again. John? I can't do this. I can't breathe. There isn't enough. No air. There's no air here. He walks towards me. Step back. Step back. I can't. Heat. Cold. Up down my limbs. Fight or flight. I'll do both. Breathe. Try. My eyes are watering. What? Sherlock? How is this possible? What's going on? Fuck. Oh my god. Sherlock. I can't move. Panic. I've grown slow. I'm stuck. My tongue is dry and thick. He's standing in front of me. His eyes. He's looking me up and down. He's evaluating me. I can't breathe. I can't. His hand. He takes my wrist. He's warm. He's alive. His eyes are on me again. He looks concerned, confused. Sherlock. Oh my god. Sherlock. You're surprised, he says. What? That's what this is? Surprise? I watch his lips move. I can see his teeth, his tongue. He's alive. Shock, he says. He holds my wrist in his hand lightly. He's not taking my pulse now, just his fingers around my wrist, warm, alive. Do you need a blanket? He's genuinely confused. This is impossible. Take deep breaths, John. His hand leaves my wrists. It moves to my shoulder. He's trying to steady me. I'm shaking. Sherlock. Jesus Christ. Sherlock, you were dead. You were dead. He pulls me toward him. I'm like jelly. I fall into him. He props me up. Triple milled soap, faintly, coffee, that vague chemical smell. I never knew what that was. His skin. Sherlock. Oh my god. His shirt is under my fingers and the waistband of his trousers. I'm leaning into him. His hands are pressed against my back. He's hugging me. Sherlock's never hugged me. Not once. He's hugging me now. You're not dead, are you? 
How did you do that? Where have you been? I can't speak. I can't. Just... All right, he says. I can hear him. I can feel him say it. His chest is pressed against mine. His chest. He's breathing. Sherlock. Jesus Christ. He pats my back. My face is buried in his hair. I can smell him. His shampoo. A faint whiff of cigarette smoke. He's taken up smoking again, has he? All this time, I thought... The classified ads. They were from him. From Sherlock. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Sherlock. What have you done to me? I've missed you, he says. He's still propping me up. He's rubbing my back. He's hugging me. Move my arms. Hug him back. Hug him back. He's alive. My heart is beating too fast. I'm terrified. I'm confused. I need to breathe. I need to hug him back. All I can hear is my own breathing. Sherlock. Kettle's boiled, he says. He doesn't move. <laughs>